And welcome to another edition of Odyssey House Journals. I'm Trip Mitchell, joined as always by my partner, Randall Carlisle. Good to see you again, and I noticed something new here. That's nice. Right over Mike's head, our guest, who we're going to introduce in just a second, we have, thanks to Thorpe and Travis and Lee, we have got some new stuff in the studio. Uh, wonderful audio equipment. We've got the monitor here. Warp scale. We, wow. We are going uh, in the right direction. But When we found out we were reaching like eleven or 12,000 people each week, I guess we decided to up the ante a little. You know, and, and I have some other statistics from other shows that I'm involved with, and those shows don't reach 12,000 people a week, so I think it's you, wow. Randall. No, I think it's the topic. Uh, ah, let, let's describe well, why you're know watching. What I do, you know, because we're talking about addiction and recovery, and I would maintain that there are so many people affected by the issue, whether they admit it or not. Or I, I would challenge anybody watching to that you probably know somebody either in your family or in your circle of friends or your church who is dealing with an alcohol or drug issue. I mean, it's that widespread. And that is the shocking thing in the state of Utah because we have a very large population of religious people and the LDS faith does not allow drinking. And so the perception is, is that this state does not have alcohol or drug problems and nothing could be further from the truth. And so the purpose of our show today is to get a chance to meet some amazing people. And we're going to do that in just you a second. You know he's amazing yet. Well, I told you he was, but that doesn't mean he is. You've yeah. never exaggerated oh, okay. ever. You have always <laughs> okay. been spot on. But this is a show about addiction, but more importantly, it's about recovery. And so we've gotten a chance to meet some amazing people who have been through the process. And Odyssey House is kind of the overall theme that we have, because Randall's been lucky enough to work at Odyssey right. House for a couple of years and love what you're doing. Right. But there's some amazing people out there in the state of Utah. And we're going to give out a phone number right now. And if you've got questions, call. It's the Odyssey House number, but they're not going to, it's not a sales call. It's informational. No, all the it's, way. yeah, if you need help or just want to know where to go or anything, 801-322-3222. Uh, so. And Odyssey House is an amazing organization, but they'll help you with some other resources. Sure, sure. And you and I are both a member of a 12-step group, AA, that we love and has been very responsible for there making are, my life a lot better. so many directions to recovery and sobriety and those guys, and we support them all. It's not just, and I can point to something now, it's not yeah. just Odyssey House. So, yeah, so. and Thorpe, Travis, Lee, you guys are the yeah. best. So with that, let's meet our Mike, guest. Mike Bredenberg, and he uh, he is amazing. You, 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 you called it right. Spot on. You're, you're program director? Program manager. Program manager at uh, one of our adult residential facilities. And, and the thing that's cool about Odyssey House, and, and Mike in particular, I watched him speak at one of our graduation galas, is he's been through it all. I mean, you've been <laughs> from the very low to the, to the very high, and you've climbed, you've climbed to really high in Odyssey House. Maybe you could tell us about your journey. Um, long, um, very, I, I know it's very, been a long, very starting stressful. Very, you started young, right? Yeah. So I came into the program at 19 years old, um, surrounded by people, you know, twice my age, it was adult residential and that was a tough experience. But I guess the, the one main thing I picked up through all of that is if enough people who aren't really connected to each other, they're not, you know, friends outside of Odyssey house are you know, telling you the same thing about yourself. Maybe it's it's time to start listening. And what, what, what <laughs> issues were you dealing with when you went in? 
Um, a, a lot of behavioral issues. Um, so yes, I, drug addiction was uh, a huge issue for me, but underneath all that, there were behavioral issues. I was uh, very dishonest, uh, manipulated people to get my needs met. And um, yeah, not, not responsible, couldn't hold the job. Um, didn't really know how to take care of a family or even what the concept of family, I guess, is. And so you were all about yourself. Yes. Very, very selfish in my addiction. Um, so I always had the feeling that, you know, I'm constantly surrounded by people, but none of these people I necessarily want to keep around. They're uh, means to an end. So they're using buddies of uh, in alcohol. Sometimes we find that we hang out at a bar and we think of these people as the closest friends in the world. And the second you stop having drinks, they're gone. Yeah. You walk into a bar and hey, hi, Randall. Hi, Trip. How yeah. are you? It's beyond the only place you see them is the bar. And it's probably true with drug circle as well. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I went through multiple circles of so-called friends, if you will. Let me sell you something here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Business friends. Yeah. yeah. And once, you know, the drugs ran out, um, I, you know, I realized later on that, you know, these individuals were just as troubled as I was. So that was kind of the reason for our connection, but it was the blind leading the blind. None of us knew how to get to a better space. And there were a lot of us who really didn't want to. When I came into the program, I, I didn't really want to be clean. That wasn't on my radar. Well, why in the hell did you go to Odyssey House then? Uh, well, I was court ordered and we have a <laughs> saying in Odyssey House that whatever reason keeps you in the building is a good reason. Um, and we, people come from all walks of life. Sure. And so probation, um, the opportunity or the choice of facing prison or doing Odyssey House was heavy on my mind sure. at 19. So, um, so walking through the door at the age of 19 had to be a scary, scary thing. It was. Um, like I said, people were twice my age, and they had <laughs> been in the game for a while, <laughs> if you will. And so they were better and, I guess, wiser in the ways of being negative in life and <laughs> having healthy habits than I was. And so every little you know piece of manipulation or dishonesty or way to get over and get my needs met didn't really mean anything to these people because they saw right through me hmm. um, and you know they weren't afraid to tell me either and so that really that really stuck with me but it still it took years to get through the program and a couple different rounds and um, but when it finally clicked it, it clicked and I, I just kind of took off from there so Mike one of the things that Randall and I and Lee we exchange emails during the week and about stories about addiction and the 28 day treatment facility has kind of risen up that length of time because of insurance. But that's not how long it takes to get sober or to get drug free. Talk about how long you were in and kind of compare it to some other people. Well, um, I came in after spending eight months in jail facing a first degree felony and um, came right into Odyssey House after that. There was no time where I was home or on my own or free. And by the time I got to Odyssey House, I spent a total of 22 months. So just about two years before, you know, my manipulation and dishonesty and behavioral issues I was struggling with got the better of me. And I left and I was gone for about five months and then came back and it took another year and a half on top of that Whoa. to still graduate the program and get into a better place in life. 
So Odyssey House will keep you there mm-hmm. until you can do it. In theory, I mean, funding isn't quite what it was when I went through treatment, but that that is our game plan. Um, the program's really based on who goes through it, and it's it all comes down to how bad do you want it, um, and how much are I guess are you willing to put up with? Right. Because addiction's not easy, and so recovery isn't either, and so they they kind of mirror each other in a lot of ways. I think um, recovery is often glamorized um to the point where you know it's this personal chef a personal masseuse hey it's beautiful life is great right but that's that was not my experience with recovery i mean life's hard in and of itself and so treatment was extremely difficult and that's just to get to recovery i would i don't wouldn't even classify treatment necessarily as recovery because that's where you're learning everything you need to to get to that point where you know, there's no courts. There's nobody really kind of holding you down and, and keeping you focused. You really have to do that for yourself. 28 days would not have worked for you. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. So you're you're seeing a lot of people going through the same thing now that you're out and you're working. And we'll get to your job at present. But because of your experiences, I bet you can offer some great advice to people going through the program. Absolutely. I mean, uh Odyssey House is a, is a very interesting place. <laughs> it, it is, and we you know we, we do things our, our own way, um, but the the proof is there. I mean, the the longer people stay, the more success we see, and and I've just seen that over time. So I'm able to speak to these individuals and and talk about you know my experiences in treatment, which you know the the 38 months I spent in treatment kind of scares some people off. Are However, you, do you have the new record? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No. Well, there were there in the old days. People stayed in longer than that. Five One, years. Five years. Five years. In some wow. cases. I mean, yep. you know, that's incredible. But he's an he's an example of of why an awful lot of our staff is is or are I don't know what the proper thing is there, but are in recovery because he because maybe you can describe the interaction if if somebody who had never gone through any of that was at the top of, of dealing in our program, dealing with an addict who just came in versus somebody who's gone through what you've gone through. What's the, what's the difference there in terms of how it works for them? Well, there's, there's no understanding, first of all, and there's always been you know, this idea among addicts and alcoholics that you know, someone can't really understand me unless they've been through what I've been through because it's, Addiction is a, is a very unique thing. It's a very unhealthy thing, but it's, it's very unique in its own way. Everybody's, not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. Everybody's experience is different. And so um, it's hard for individuals to, you know, sit in therapy and feel that experience of, you know, these people don't understand what I'm going through. So to have somebody like me, and we're, at my building in particular, we, we try and be as... Um, there is a that? there is a fine on every TV show, and this gentleman over here has been a newsman for yeah, I, before I, I, cell phones. Yeah, well, I, That's I, it. You got your training before this cell is phones. That guy from the Millionaire Show who wants to deliver a check for a million dollars. Should I? I take wouldn't it take not? it. No, no, this is more important. I Recovery mean, is more yeah, important. Okay. All right. Yeah. So sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I, okay. I see on their spam caller. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I think it takes pe- people you know, in a position like me who have either been through the program or their own experience in recovery themselves 
to really understand, see, see through the, the issues, the lies, the manipulation, because we, you know, we experience a lot of that in our program. But it, it's also people who have been through it who are willing to put up with the hard work that comes along with getting a person to that point, because everybody's time frame is different. And, and it's the situation, we've heard this from a number of our guests, that you don't learn how to drink or do drugs in 30, 28 days. It's behavior that's over years and years and years. And to change that behavior can be a, a daunting task, but it is doable. We have met so many amazing people on this show that have turned the corner and are doing great. And the hosts and our producer would agree that if you want to pick up, have a behavior change, it's worth the effort. It is. And, and Absolutely. And he, he's, such a great, he's such a great example because he's, he has a really important high-up position at Odyssey House. Uh, a lot of control, a lot of power. Uh, and for people just coming in, when they find out that he's been through what they've been through, but he's risen to this position, that's got to be an inspiration to people. Absolutely, and we're we're seeing a, a much younger generation, um, more people like me who are coming in at 19, 20 years old, some are even 18, and so to come into a, a house full of adults is, is a very... It's a daunting. Yeah. There's no question about it. Well, Mike, your story's been great. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. You're watching Odyssey House Journals. And welcome back to Odyssey House Journals. That's Randall Carlisle. You got my name right. Very good. I, you know, we're at, how many episodes is this? Uh, I don't know, 40? How many? 42. 42. Wow. That's pretty good. And my name is Trip Mitchell. We're visiting with Mike from... We should Odyssey. be friends by now. How come we're not? Well, uh, I think we're... Right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, we have never broken bread. We have got to do that. Because obviously we're not going out for drinks together. That way, the, the show <laughs> yes. would go through a horrible... Yeah. That would be really bad. When you... And one of the things, Mike, about in my career, I, I might have done some TV shows under alcohol, and Randall's never has. He's a wimp. But uh, when you tell people you're doing okay, and then you go out and do another TV show. So on a personal level, doing this show means that I've really got to be pretty confident because sure. I don't want to go back out. No, I don't either. And do this, you? No. No. And it, yeah, I, I know what's out there. And, and we've had a, we had a guest one time, a very attractive young lady who felt that she had figured out her alcohol component to her problems and could drink. And that's not how I feel. And I think the lion's share of people in treatment feel that if you've got a problem, you, it's something you're going to take to the day you die. And that's scary. You, you said you have some people who were who thought along those same lines. What, what's been the outcome? Well, I see them start slipping in, in certain areas. Um, things that, you know, as, as peers going through the program or our recovery experiences together, that they seem to be solid at at one point in time, they start slipping in these little areas. You know, it's what like, are the areas, the, the kind of slippage that you see? Uh, it's a little lie here. Um, you know, avoidance is, is one we see a lot. So normally when you spend a lot of time with these friends and then all of a sudden they're gone. And these are real friends, not our drug-using <laughs> buddies, right? Um, and then they, they just, they, I, I got one friend right now who rushes me out of his house every time and it's this, I don't see him much, uh, once every few months, and, and I know deep down that there's something there, right? Something is, is pushing me out the building, so it's, it's a real lack of integrity, right? 
um, I don't want to disclose this to you because of where you're at in your life. And, you know, that's the same thing that mm -hmm. happens. We talked about the bar and once you're no longer going to the bar, right. you don't see these people anymore. Yeah, and it's, it's funny how you have very, you have relationships that seem like they're important to you, but then when they're over, it, you realize that it's very, it's cursory at best. You know, yeah. they fulfill a, a thing in your life. Truth is super important in treatment. And Honesty, at, truth. Yeah, because yeah. we've all lied about our alcohol consumption, at least in my case, and I assume Randall, sure. where you tell people what they want to hear. How hard was it for you to get in the mode of being truthful? Um, when I first came into treatment, I, I didn't have the issue of being truthful about where my addiction was at. And that kind of came from the courts and everybody already knew it was a problem, yeah. right? So <laughs> I picked Here up are the on charges. Yeah. It's in my face. Yeah. I can't really deny it. It was it was all the little things that I, I think lead to lead us back to addiction. Um, you know, the the little secrets we carry with, you know, our significant other in our friendships. You know, the things we just don't really need to lie about, but we choose to for, for whatever reason. Um and it's a, it's a value system of mine to just live a life full of integrity, honesty, and accountability, because that has gotten me here. And so if I all of a sudden shut that off and decide to start lying in certain areas, what rabbit hole is that going to lead me down? One I don't want to go down. You mentioned when you came in, and I think this is reflective of the goal of Odyssey House, um, you said you had a lot of behavioral issues, emotional issues, uh, and, and Odyssey's goal is to deal with the base issues, not necessarily, okay, you can be an addict and heroin or meth or whatever, but why are you an addict and what are you trying to mask and what's causing you to do that? Can you talk a little about, you know, our goals of dealing, you know, getting inside your head? Well, I mean, addiction comes with a lot of shame um, and there are a lot of behaviors and attributes that come along with addiction. It's not as simple as drinking or using drugs. Yeah. It never was. Um, there's some real deep-seated issues that come in all our lives from whether that's you know childhood or just things we've experienced along the way. And so at Odyssey House, our, our goal is to kind of break people's defenses down, get them to see that we're, we have their back, we're here for them, to build them up, um, and then get to the point where once we get underneath that, we can actually treat the issue. Um, it's a very holistic way of, of treating people because we believe whole person. You know, it, drug addiction doesn't define you. It, it's a piece to you, sure, but it doesn't define you. And so, but it, it's difficult it's a battle sometimes to to get underneath all the behaviors and the mentality and all of that is protecting the shame of what we've done um and if we can get to that shame we can we can treat people it, it, it's kind of an amazing situation um you you look at it that it, my problems are over if i stop drinking or drugging and that couldn't be farther from the truth absolutely um we talked about his, I said he's risen to the top at Odyssey House. Describe, and, and for people not familiar, we have four residential programs for adults, and he's in charge of one of them. Uh, so maybe you could just describe, like, how many people you deal with every day and, and what your duties are, because I don't think people, if they, if they haven't been in, uh, in a, a treatment program or are familiar with it, don't understand how it works. 
Well, um, the days contain a lot of um, question. It's question and answer. It's um, tough conversations. With How many people in your facility that you run? We have a max of 58. So you're responsible for 58 people getting fed, making them better, changing their lives. That's not an insignificant thing. You're a young guy. Yeah, it's uh, it it's it's tough. Um, and one of our one of our policies at Odyssey House is it, it's an open door policy. I mean, people are allowed to leave where they're sure. not locked into the building. So the real the real trick is spending building relationships. Somebody told me a long time ago, relationships are you know like a bank account. If it's in the negatives, how can you you know pull anything from it? And so I try and, and live by that, is that, you know, it's the simple, hi, how are you? You know, let me help you resolve this issue here. Let me answer that question for you there. You have all your needs met, socks, underwear, toothbrush, all of that. Are you eating okay? Are you sleeping okay? And so it's, I do that on a daily basis as I'm, as I'm walking. So you're taking building. inventory on all 58 mm -hmm. of your... Because I believe that builds a relationship. So if we get down to, you know, the real issue of why they came to treatment... <laughs> They're more able to see where I'm coming from rather than he's the, the program manager who's just here to give us a hard time, you know. Addiction, Do you give a hard. hard time every once in a while? I have to. So you're you're all about accountability. I am. I'm I'm a very by the book kind of individual. And that, that saved my life in Odyssey House, and so I believe in imparting that to the newer clients. I mean and we're known as we're known as like the toughest program around and everything. What would be your response if, I, if I'm talking about, I want to get into your program, but here it's really, really hard. What would, how would you respond? Because I hear that from people. Be open-minded. Because the whole point is you have nothing to lose by coming to Odyssey House. Maybe a little bit of time, sure. But how much time have we lost in our addiction already? <laughs> Wasted time. And so I tell, I tell them to be open-minded. Seek to understand rather than be understood, right? When you're coming into a program that's been around this long, um, there's a lot of power in that. But it's, it's also a little off-putting because we believe in structure and we believe in accountability, which is not the way addicts and alcoholics live. No, structure is not a structure. No. Or accountability. Yeah. yeah, those are two areas that we Honey, could... I'm coming home from work, but I'm going to make a stop at the bar, and I won't, I'll only have one drink. Uh... Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, you're right. People in, engaged in, in any kind of addictive activity are great liars and great manipulators. And, and, and that's his whole group of people that he's dealing with every day. You know? and, and you see change on a pretty ongoing basis. We do. I mean, we see people rise levels. We see kind of the, the gleam in their eye when they tell us about an assignment they've written that they're really proud of. Um, and proud of their own little successes. So I become <coughs> proud of them in those moments because these are, this is, if you will, my continued family as a graduate. That's my goal is to continue our alumni group and allow, you know, more. it's more support for me. It's more support for them. And it's kind of a, a mutual relationship we're, we're building here. And so it, it's powerful. We see change on a daily basis. Sometimes they're really mad at us. We held them accountable yeah, for some yeah. things. Um, other times, you know, maybe three days down the road, they come back and, and they say, you know, you, you really saved me there. You so you, Randall has said upon leaving Channel 4, and, and Channel 4 was very gracious and let him 
uh, out of a contract to move on to Odyssey House. He hasn't worked a day since. Do you feel the same way? Uh, sorry, repeat that one more time. So, in, in Randall other words, feels I'm having fun, and it's not just a job. I feel the same way. I, I mean, I, I can't stay away from work, and I, I don't know yeah. if that's the, that's the healthiest thing, but I, I love my job, and I love working with people um, because somebody gave that to me, and so I enjoy right. giving that to other people. And I believe in everybody who comes into the building, even if they don't believe in themselves, because I, I know they can do it. And there's nothing more rewarding than going to, not that it's open to the public, I guess, to going to a graduation gala uh, that we have, what, twice a year? Something like that. Three times. Three times. And and he was a speaker at one recently. And I, and I was I was sitting there watching, and you, you did a great job, but what, what amazed me is, did you ever think entering Odyssey House at 19 that you're going to be speaking at a graduation gala for oh, Odyssey no. House? No, or, no, I, I did not see that in my future. I, I kind of had this party mentality of maybe <clears throat> I don't want to use, but I also don't want to be responsible, right? I kind of want to live my life my own selfish way. Um, and, you know, now I'm here and I, I, I see it. And I've seen the successes it's brought to me. I've seen the successes it's brought to hundreds of people in the time I've been around the program. I mean, I'm going on a decade now um, between being a client and a staff member and it's just so powerful and it makes me happy every day and i know down the road somewhere we we're saving lives well michael you've been a great guest uh once again randall you're booking you're 100 percent on booking well thank you thank you and i, I searched them out i we had a guest I, I, la last time out who was not in recovery but john huber the u.s attorney and that was a fascinating right. show and we've really, if you get a chance, if you're a listener, go back and, and we've got 40 some odd podcasts out there. Right. The TV show, thanks to Bill Francis and Channel 17 on Comcast. We're, I'm very proud of this show. You, you can watch it. You just Google, uh, uh, just Google Odyssey House Journals and it'll show you how to get to them. But you, so you can watch it on YouTube or listen to it on Spotify or iTunes. And that's why we're getting such wide uh, yes, we have, or, we have uh, listenership in Russia, <laughs> Iran, which shocks me, and uh, that's, we're all that's interesting. That weird. Yeah. yeah, but addiction is something that <clears throat> is not defined by nationality no. or anything else. It's, and it's and I've thrown life. out the offer to our Russian viewer or two, saying if you're drinking vodka, it's cheap vodka in Russia. We have good vodka over here. So if you come over, I won't encourage you to drink. But if you're still drinking, I'll buy you a bottle of good vodka. Okay. <laughs> Which you won't hear on many recovery shows. No. Mike, thanks so much for being on. Welcome. You've been a pleasure. Yeah, I'm. I'm. We're all proud of Mike. I mean, I, I. One of our, one of the people who runs our administrative offices loves him, uh, and talked to me today and said he's the most amazing, one of the most amazing clients now employees that we have ever had in the history of Odyssey House. So you should, and you know who I'm talking about. So. That is saying a lot. Yes. Thanks so much. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Take care.